Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday morning. Now, I'd like to welcome back on the program the one and the only Andrew Dembina. Andrew, it's good to speak to you. Almost Christmas, less than one week. Are you excited? Indeed, I am. I'm feeling very festive. Um, I've been, um, well, I've been sort of seeing a lot of Christmassy things around us, I'm sure we all have, and getting in the mood. What about you, Noreen? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure you've heard that, you know, the weather in Hong Kong has really cooled down a lot. So it definitely feels more wintry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, with without going too much into it, yeah. You said maybe I've heard. I certainly have. I'm in the UK at the moment, where there's been record temperatures. Uh, I've been I've been hanging out in minus seven uh, degrees, which is uh, pretty chilly. Yes, pretty chilly. Yeah. Well, anyway, what have you got for our listeners uh, this morning? Okay, well, first up, um, it was one of the Art Basel fairs around the world very recently. There are three in the world. We're lucky enough in Hong Kong to be home to one of them. One of the other one is in America, and the original one, of course, is in Basel, Switzerland. But the one in America, in Miami, has a very interesting piece. It was an installation that publicly showed through a an adapted cash machine dispenser. It shows the bank balances of those who were okay to show it up on a big digital screen above the ATM machine. Uh, what, it, what it was was um, people, if they wanted to, could just, when they signed off, they used it in the normal way if they wanted to take out some cash or transfer something, and then they would give their overall bank balance, and it would show um, the public what they had. It was created really as some kind of a game for bragging rights. It's considered consent, conceptual art, and it was called ATM Leaderboard, and it was by a group of artists based for, in Brooklyn, New York, a collective called MSCHF. I couldn't find out what that stands for, I'm afraid, probably an in-joke amongst themselves, and it drew crowds at the gallery Emmanuel Perrotin, which is an international gallery started in France, but um, they have a branch of it in America. And a spokesperson for that gallery said that the piece sold not for as much as we hear some art selling for when we have these chats. It sold for 75,000 US dollars or about just over half a million HKDs, 583,000, to a local collector in Miami who then decided to put it on public display permanently. So right now, two weeks after Miami Art Basel, there is this um, item artwork you could call it it's conceptual art piece how does it work people in the place that it's positioned now in an indoor setting in miami can do the same thing it asks users if you want to display your figure and then it will show it back to where it was causing a lot of attention in the miami fair at the vip preview an anonymous bearded gentleman with a pink t-shirt who remained unidentified he you know you don't have to put your real name his balance uh was displayed in large numbers as 2.9 million us or 22 million hong kong dollars in the bank in that particular bank that's insane and, and he's Trump. quite a young looking chap he looked like in his 20s or like maybe even 30s or something how do you yeah, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. He's doing and this okay. is his actual sort of, um, uh, this is real, right? So it's not like anybody yeah. can make it up. You really put in your ATM card details. Mm. 
it's, it's, it's real and it accesses uh, a handful of different banks in the US and so it all will be channeled into this system that puts it up on a leaderboard, yeah. And uh, he does look young. I mean, I don't know, maybe he's some kind of tech billionaire or millionaire. Or maybe he's um, like a or, trust or maybe fund he just baby. Comes from a well yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. He's, he's, he, or maybe he comes from a wealthy uh, family. But whatever he is, he's a catch for whoever <laughs> manages to hook up with him and his 26, uh, no, his 22 million uh, Hong Kong dollars You're equivalent. Hilarious. That was Trump's, though. <laughs> Yeah, it was trumped when uh, after the after the preview by a celebrity, the DJ and music producer Diplo, who has produced stuff for many oh, yeah. uh, many acts. Yeah, and he took the top spot on the leaderboard with a balance of uh, the equivalent in Hong Kong dollars of uh, nearly twenty seven million. Yeah. Um, so it's all about showing off wealth, really. Uh, there's lots of different conceptual art pieces that always appear in art galleries and art fairs. Um, but Noreen, for you, is this leaderboard piece um, showing what people have art in your book? What do you think? Yeah, it's kind of. I is mean, it it's, art? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, what's art? Something that's a bit entertaining. Something that's you you find interesting. Um, so yeah, perhaps mm. it, it's it's a new form of art. Yeah, well, th yeah, I think so. Good. I thought I thought because you're not that sort of into art as we sometimes say, which is absolutely fair enough, and many people are not, including Mrs. D. Um, <laughs> but um, but it, but it, but it's um, but 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 some people really get annoyed by these things, like um, you know when there's a pile of bricks in a room that's declared as art as uh, there was. Yeah, like a um, blank fa piece of paper. You know, like a blank yeah, all piece kinds of, of things. A like white that, piece of yeah. paper on the um, wall is that art? Uh, eh. Well, that's, this idea goes back uh, over 100 years in the 1920s, beginning of, just at the beginning of the 1920s, where there was a movement called the Dadaists in France. And it was led by a guy called Marcel Duchamp, and he declared things such as a public, uh, sorry, a stand-up urinal, which he put in an art gallery, like a men's-style urinal, um, as art, and there was a massive furore about it, can you imagine, 100 years ago? And so people do get um, kind of um, quite upset about some of these things, but there it was, it was snapped up by a collector, so in that collector's mind, obviously, it is art. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mo moving on to things local to Hong Kong, and for the last uh, bits of my report this week. It will be focused on Hong Kong. Um, if you or the listeners are wondering about what to give someone for Christmas who is into live music and, you know, Lord knows there's not been much of it in Hong Kong for a while, but there are some uh, events coming up now in the world of pop music. Um, depending on musical taste, tickets have now become available for a, a couple of things. One is a big Valentine's Day gig that's happening next year because tickets are going to sell out for anything fast, really, with the lack of things that we've had in the last few years. Um, I speak of the uh, Irish foursome called Westlife, who I'm sure you know or are familiar with. Um, yes. They, yes. Yeah. They're coming to Hong Kong. Yeah. Yes. That's it. They, they get, I mean, they're a real kind of 90s pop ballad kind of band, and they will be 
they will be selling out fast, but tickets haven't been on sale for that long. Uh, they will have a gig here in Hong Kong, there in Hong Kong, called Wild Dreams Tour, part of a global tour that started uh, in this year, 2022, in the summer, started in the UK. And they're... They're, um, they're, yeah, they're going to be on at the Asia World Expo, and you can find out about that. If you want to buy someone a present who you think would like Westlife or that kind of ballady boy band stuff, can't call them boy bands anymore when they grow up, but let's call them that for now. Man, you can go to HK... Men band? Would you <laughs> call them men band? Yeah, although it sounds a bit trifle dodgy, but yeah. um, I don't know. Yeah, boy, boy bands um, aging gracefully. You can uh, you can look it up on hkticketing.com. And uh, for those of you who haven't heard, although I'm sure many of the listeners who are interested in um, pop and different types of music, the manifold varieties, which normally goes on at Clock and Flap, is happening again in March 2023, three-day music festival. I am looking forward to this, Noreen. Are you? Yes, of course I am. A bit of yes, a bit of <laughs> okay. Of course, of course you are. And uh, the you know whether it's for Christmas, Hanukkah, or any other festive um, uh, events, or just um, or just for to treat yourself. Early bird tickets are available right now. They these tickets are not cheap, um, so you might want to take advantage of that of the until bird. the twenty second of yeah. Until you've got another several days till the 22nd you can snap up your tickets either for one day or three days uh, by going to clockandflap.com and so far confirmed are the UK's indie band Arctic Monkeys on the Friday them of I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor if you remember that single um, which I quite like um, and a, a, another indie band confirmed is Canada's Men I Trust jazz fans are in luck with uh, a, a good quintet from the UK called the Ezra Collective. Many more are indie and many more are still to be announced. I think there's usually much more mainstream pop than I've mentioned, but the organisers have not yet announced those. So keep keep your eyes peeled. If you're not sure if you want to book, you can just still look at the site and see what's going on, if there are any bands that uh, sound interesting. At clockandflap.com, that's C-L-O-C-K-E-N, flap.com and finally i will mention that there is a great art show on by a u.s young artist on right now his name is andrew englander which sounds a bit like myself at the moment but uh <laughs> but that's his real name andrew englander and uh, it's on at the wow gallery in one chai which does have some very interesting contemporary art exhibitions, some very bold choices. Uh, this artist, based, as I say, in America, is looking at the world through a distorted lens in his own eyes, but he puts down his art, which is often still life images of things that are around him. Sometimes it's in his own apartment, say, wardrobe, and things that are just hanging around objects. But he always puts a kind of a, almost a, a fisheye lens on his paintings and what he does quite interestingly he begins with a sketch which is on an ipad a lot of artists are using ipads these days or let's say tablets and they make digital art which they will then get printed onto paper or a canvas and then they will paint on top of it 
So the sketches, unlike Cezanne, that we started this chat today with, who would do his sketches in the traditional pencil-on-paper way, some of the modern artists or contemporary ones right now are using digital iPad and then painting it on top. So you can see what looks like in his work, and I sent you some of these, Noreen, uh, very vibrant images. In fact, I only sent you one of these. There's an image of what looks like his apartment with a T-shirt on a sofa. Yeah, it's got his, 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 his phone on a charger. Yeah, the phone on the charger, it is. a T-shirt laying around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you look at if you look at the how do you think those marks were made? I mean, I was saying it starts with digital and then he paints on top. But you can see for me, there's something in the background that looks almost like a little mountain range or a, or a, or a kind of skewed radiator, like a radiator that you get in cooler countries, giving off heat. Whatever it is, it's something that's that's a in his room and it almost looks like there is spray paint over it that's oh, just an effect yeah. it does it yeah, kind of looks yeah. like spray paint doesn't it mm. well that effect and yeah. also the yeah very much so and all, and so does the wintry tree and strange shaped apartment blocks outside of his odd shaped window in the background um there's a spray paint effect like that now basically that is just an effect that can be used on the iPad that he uses or and, tablet art. And where can we see this exhibition then? Have you got any details for our listeners? Oh, you betcha, Noreen. I've got details. <laughs> it's uh, it's on at the WOW Gallery, which is spelt not W-O-W, but W-O-A-W. So W-A-O, sorry. It's at the WOW Gallery, which is spelt W-O-A-W, Gallery. Dot com And that is in Wan Chai. It's a small exhibition. And if you want to see something that is bold, bright, and from an, a young artist who is around 30 or early 30s, then check it out. It's called The Real World. Wow, Anders, thank you so much for your sharing this week. And I look forward uh, to more chats with you next week and also wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Thanks, Noreen. And uh, the same festive wishes to you and your family and the listeners to Radio 3. Everyone have a happy, long, Christmassy weekend. Excellent. Ho, ho, ho. Bye, Anders. See you. Bye. Ho, ho, ho.